Hello, my minions, and this is Dr. Quackers, and I would like to talk to you about today's sponsor, Viking Fitness. Viking Fitness is currently running a sale for his online training camp. It's a 10-week program for only $100. That's $10 a week to help yourself become a better you. Whether you are wanting some help getting that summer bod or starting a journey of renewal, Viking Fitness will help you. Go to vikingfitnessnh.com and click contact. Use code word DUCK to receive an additional discount. Also, go to Todd Norseman on Facebook. Thank you and have a good day. Hello and welcome back to Dr. Quackers and today we're reviewing Game of Thrones Season 6. The first season of Game of Thrones that isn't based on a book and it shows. It's the last season I do really enjoy though. The season starts a lot of the things people criticize in the last few seasons of the show. Like fast traveling, cock jokes, Tyrion getting dumber, and the story going really quickly. It just seems like they're kind of rushing to the end. This season does have the best battle of the whole show, the Battle of the Bastards. It's the war between Jon Snow and Ramsay Bolton. The whole battle is badass, showing the following of Jon just continuing to grow. It's a badass scene. It's one of my, it is my favorite battle. I think the only one that ever gets close to it is Battle of Blackwater Bay. That's probably about it, but honestly, this the show got a huge budget in this season, and they went all out on the action in this. The whole fucking, it's super cool. I love the way it's shot. It's really claustrophobic. It's chaotic. It's it's just crazy, and it, it, I think it very much encaptures what Jon Snow is dealing with during the whole battle. You know, eventually seeing the cowardness of Ramsay Snow, and just Jon completely beating the shit out of him, and then Ramsay getting his comeuppance by being consumed by his own dogs. Shit like that, I'm like, oof, I like this, this cool as fuck. This season also has Cersei solidifying her hold on the crown, destroying the Sept of Baelor with all of her enemies and rivals. It's pretty cool, the special effects are super detailed in that shot. I mean, I kind of wish certain characters got a bit of a different end. I feel like the, show, the, the writers for the show were just trying to, you know, slim out the cast so they don't have to worry about everyone's ending. They, I feel like Marjorie should have gotten a better ending for how smart she was, and I feel like she was the only one that knew what Cersei was up to, and I feel like she should have had a different ending, but it's whatever. It's 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 all right. I I just think she was a smart enough character to not kind of get go out in that way. I think it was really satisfying to see like people like the high sparrows and shit like that, and the, I mean, the high sparrow and the sparrows going out like that. I I think that's pretty badass, wicked cool. In uh, all of her children are dead now. Tommen kills himself, and Marcella gets poisoned. Obviously, I think that was in season five though, not six. But uh, yeah. Shit like that. You really see Tommen's turmoil. You really feel for Tommen because he's, he's, he was just always a sweet boy and really nothing, not a bad bone in his body, which is why he's kind of a bad ruler and a bad king. He just he doesn't have a backbone, really, so everyone walks all over him. So his, um, his manipulation from the High Sparrow is done really well. And for, for a while there, you think uh, Cersei and the other royals of Westeros finally met their match from a commoner. And yeah, sure shit. Nope, Cersei. Cersei's more evil than the rest of them. So she wins by how, by, by how much she'll just kill everyone to get what she wants. So and, and it works out in her favor. And it really makes her one of the best villains in the show. The arc of the Faceless Men with Arya lands a little flat to me. They just let her go after teaching her 
all of their secrets and gifts. No problem. So she, they give her a second chance because they, they blind her for, fail, for failing and killing the wrong person uh, previously. So they took her eyes and then they give her eyes back and they're like, this is your second chance. This is your second and only chance to be the faceless man. Otherwise, uh, we'll, you'll be added to the Hall of Faces, which means that they'll kill her. So once again... She goes. She goes back on the word. Doesn't kill the other person. Lets the other person die. So the per the lady that's been training her and shit was like, "Oh, I'm gonna kill you now." So they fight. Uh, she ends up like takes her sword, cuts out a candle because she knows how to fight without seeing. The other girl doesn't. Kills her. Then puts her face in the hall. And then uh, it's not Jack and Hagar, but that's the face he uses for everything. That's how you know who it is. But the faceless man that g goes by Jack and Hagar a lot, it just lets her go. He's like. Uh, you told her to kill me. He's like, yep, and here you stand, and she's over there. So, whatever. We'll just let you go. Because, because I like you. That's fucking stupid. No one doesn't have any attachments or feelings. So, hmm. It's not, it's not the worst way to do it, but it's definitely not a great way, because, I mean, you have those mystique... And it's not like I, I don't care that she leaves the the order, but like just how much they're like, yeah, go ahead, man. I don't give a shit. We just showed you everything that we want to do. You know all the secrets. You can still do all that shit. Apparently, even though it establishes in the in the previous season that if someone uses a face, it's poison to them. So does how does Arya still be able to do that? Does she just is is her things? I'm no one, but I'm just Arya Stark right now. Is that her, like, cop-out? I don't know. It, it just kind of bugs me. It's a logic thing that I just don't feel like is very consistent. Daenerys gets a bit of a fast-forward to get her to Westeros. She goes from, I will first rule in Essos, to, nah, I want Westeros instead. I want, I want it now. Um, yeah, it just think it was a little bit fast. She went from, like, oh, shit, my, I'm going I'm to lose rule in Marine, to, I now run all of the Dothraki, all of them fight for me, and now my dragons love me again. So, it's not that they stopped, but... She was like, no, I gotta lock them away, but then out of nowhere, Drogon's like, what's up, man? How's it going? I guess we could be friends again, because Drogon flew away and then came back, so he now was under her uh, will, I guess? I don't know. He just returns to help her, so yeah. And then she uh, she then wipes out all of the masters that tried to attack the city, and that's pretty much it. And then she's like, yep, now I have all the ships, and then Theon and... Uh, and Yara Greyjoy show up because Euron showed up, killed their father, and he's like, now I'm the king of the Iron Islands. And he's like, I'm going to build the biggest fleet they've ever seen, and I'm going to go over to Essos, and I'm going to marry Daenerys, and I'm going to give her my big cock, uh, and give her all those ships. And they're like, ha, ah, fuck it. And then they steal most of the fleet, and they go, and they're like, hey, why don't you join us? That way, you can get there, and you can help us take back the Iron Islands from her uncle, and you don't have to marry one of us for the ships. And so they team up, and then she's like, all right, let's go to Westeros to fuck shit up with part of the Iron Fleet, her own fleet, the Dothraki. Uh, she leaves the second sons behind to rule in her stead and brings the Unsullied. So, yeah. Jorah comes back. I like Jorah. That's cool. Uh, Bran becomes the Three-Eyed Raven and learns the secret of Jon Snow and Hodor. Um, Jon Snow... Uh, technically it doesn't say who the father is, but it heavily implies that he is the son of Eddard's sister, Lyanna Stark. Uh, doesn't say who the father is yet, but if you haven't seen the show, 
I guess I'll wait till the next season to when it fully confirms it, and then I'll tell you who he is. It's pretty fucking obvious, but whatever. Uh, Hodor, that was really sad in the episode The Door. You find out when when Bran was basically going back in time, uh, he wargs into Hodor, and essentially the past and the f- past and the present merge to her yelling to Hodor to hold the door, and it just he just keeps he has a seizure, and he, he goes from hold he just keeps yelling hold hold the door to hold door to Hodor. So yeah, Bran essentially ruined this man's life. For him to hold a door and die by the Night King and the in in the Whites, so he can survive. So yeah, that's kind of depressing. And uh, yeah, <laughs> so I I do like this season. I this is where my problems start in the show, really, in terms of like the main logic and little things like that. This is where the show begins its decline. But I still think it's good. So I give this season a 7 out of 10. I still think it's good. It's not a great season like the previous five. I would say those are the, the great seasons. This one's good. Where it only gets downhill from here. And I'm so excited to watch those seasons. So, yeah. It's a 7 out of 10. Hope you enjoyed this review. If you did, I have reviewed the previous five seasons of Game of Thrones. If you want to go check those out, it's highly appreciated. Also, I reviewed a whole bunch of other shit. So go check that out. Uh, also, I stream on Twitch. DR underscore Quackster 66. So if you're interested in something like that, go on there and drop a follow. Drop a follow in here. That way you get a notification anytime I post a review. And then the notification on Twitch let me know when I, to let you know when I'm going to go live. So, yeah. Enjoy that. Thank you, and have a good fucking day.